Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. What's going on? Everybody, it's the Oscar.com NFL Strategy Show, Monday morning quarterback edition. That means, well, things went well, things went bad. Some things just happened, and we're going to talk about all of them. Dave Lochran with me, it's Josh Engelman. Follow that man on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. Follow Adam Share at ShipMyMoneyDFS, myself at Lafay underscore D, L-O-U-G-H-Y underscore D, and Awesomeo at Awesomeo underscore com. Well, we've got a lot to talk about. Yesterday's slate prior to kickoff was one of the wildest, um, uncertain times of our lives. But leave it to 2020 to make it impossible to know anything leading up until that 1 p.m. kickoff. But here we are, Adam. It happened. It's over with. Some things went great. Baker Mayfield was in a winning Millie Maker lineup. And other things like Derrick Henry, if you didn't have him, went really, really poorly. Yeah, just a... It, it was a pretty fun slate, I guess, like not for me personally, but um, <laughs> there, you know, there are obviously some monster scores you needed to have um, a, a lot of just, you know, pretty, pretty solid scores from, from guys you would expect. So um, not, I, I don't think it was as frustrating a slate as some other ones that we had had, even though it was for me personally. Yeah. Look, Josh, I was out of the money and pretty much everything as the four o'clock wave started a games. And as I got, it's doable. Like I could still get into, I could still get into the money and, and salvage and have a somewhat profitable day. If Mahomes and, and Kelsey and uh, Tyree kill just, you know, have decent games. I didn't anticipate 95 combined points from, from Mahomes and Tyree kill. So it saves me. And sometimes that happens, you know, other times the four o'clock slate of games destroy everything I've got going on. I just happen to be on the, the positive side of, of that variance yesterday. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't have Tyree Kill projected for 13 catches for 269 and three TDs. I must have dragged the column down wrong in Excel. I didn't, have any, I didn't have any of it. There was like a group of five wide receivers in that sort of section. I grabbed two of those five in bulk, and he wasn't one of them. And see on the other side. He had 42.7 DraftKings points in the first quarter. <laughs> Unthinkable. Truly unthinkable stuff right there. 60 fantasy points. Insane. Um, but you know what? The crazy thing, too, is certain weeks a guy can go off and you just don't need him. Other weeks you absolutely need him. Um, Alex or Adam, this week, Derrick Henry and Tyree Kill needed to be in the same lineup, and that was essentially what took down every tournament across the board. 
Yeah. Uh, just, you know, I, I guess it, it's kind of frustrating when that happens just because, you know, it, it literally does take one person to win. Um, and he was really popular. But on the other hand, it, it's at least a little bit nicer, at least in my opinion, when like that one player is someone that was clearly a very good play and then, you know, had a monster game as opposed to it being some like, you know, 3% owned random like fluky type thing. And then Josh, I'm sure we'll get there in the chalk report later in the show, but you had Dalvin Cook in the in the one milli maker the ten dollar entry 41.6 percent ninety five hundred dollar man that's absurd that he was 40 almost 42 percent owned i mean just wipes out wipes out almost half the field as far as contending for a top 10 spot or top five spot goes yeah not great um if you had dalvin cook the highest finishing dalvin cook lineup in the milli was 52nd after that, wow. you're into the 200s, and there are only uh, – I forgot this sort's all weird. There's not all that many that are in just simply three digits or less. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eight, rather, eight in the top thousand if you add Dalvin Cook. So if you had him yesterday, you were just like dead in the water for any any reasonable payout. I wonder how many of the top 50 had Derrick Henry. I'm going to go ahead and assume most. I'm going to go ahead and assume like – 90% of them? Uh, third place didn't. Oh, wow. First, second, fourth, fifth, uh, tie at sixth, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth didn't. But yeah, third place got there without Derrick Henry. Okay. But definitely had Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I, Tyreek Hill is going to be pretty much all of them. It, I don't see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten, twelve. Yeah. It's, it's basically everywhere. Everything. Yeah. 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 He's everywhere. I, yeah. It's just uh, so hard to like make up those points, you know, the, like the replacement level on the next guy. You're not going to find impossible. an additional 30 something fantasy points somewhere else. I mean, what was the, what was the next closest? Um, what was, what was the next closest? Like 28 from Justin Jefferson or something. Uh, so we had Tyreek Hill at 60.9 Jarvis, oh, Land- Jarvis, Jarvis Landry. Landry at 31.3. So basically okay. double Jarvis Landry score. <laughs> It's insane, too. And Jarvis Landry, we talked a lot about this throughout the week. All of those games without Odell Beckham were bad weather games. I didn't expect him to do anything like this. But I'm not shocked that he finally woke up uh, and had a decent performance. Uh, But, yeah, Adam, ultimately, when you you look at this slate in, in, in total, the one thing that really sucked is with Tampa Bay as the run back options, you know, Mike Evans had two touchdowns. Gronk had a good game, but then you had Chris Godwin and specifically Antonio Brown, who was the cheapest of that group. And I ended up getting to a lot of him. I had some really good lineups with Mahomes, with Kelsey, with Tyree Kill, and then um, no Cook in those. So I had Gallman and Hines. Went with the Brian Hill fade. Was not big on Brian Hill this week, so I got that one right. Uh, and Devontae Parker, but I just so happened to have a lot of Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin as that run back in the in the two-man uh, Kansas City stack and my, the, the switch to Mike Evans would have been all the difference yeah um it was it's actually something that came up on the strategy show with Josh yesterday morning someone asked about uh if you needed to run it back with a Tampa Bay guy if you stack Kansas City and I said that I really didn't think you did because there were so many different ways for that Tampa Bay offense to score points that for one it was going to be tough to figure out 
you know, guess which guy it's going to be. And two, it didn't have to be any one guy at all. Like they just have so many weapons. Um, I, I still, you know, in, in a decent amount of my Kansas City stacks, did run it back normally with Godwin. Um, but yeah, it's it's something to keep in mind. I think just from an overall ge- uh, general strategy standpoint that. Um, you when you're talking about teams that have so many different options, it, it does really lower the chances of you hitting on the right ones if you are looking to game stack. I will say though, now that I look at it, Josh, really the only one that wasn't at all good was Antonio Brown, uh, <laughs> and because that salary allowed me to do a lot of additional things, sounds crazy, but yeah, the extra four or five hundred dollars opened a lot up. Um, it got me from like a Brian Hill to a Heinz or, you know, from a 4,500 to a 5k Gallman. So that worked, but Mike Evans had 20 Gronk had 20 uh, Godwin had 17 and a half and Ronald Jones had 17.3. So the ball got spread around, but it's it's actually kind of crazy that four of them on the same team had 17 plus fantasy points yesterday. It's, It's absolutely insane. Right? I didn't realize that Gronk had such a big day until a like later game. on. Yeah, six for 106. I didn't even think that was like a possible game for him any longer. But here we are. Gronk starting to look a little bit better, too. Um, you could tell that he wasn't in the game shape he was looking. He was in WWE shape at the beginning of the year, but NFL shape <laughs> going to be a little bit different. Yeah. How many, someone at Nice Kevin asked, how many fantasy points did the uh, Atlanta Falcons defense have? Atlanta Falcons defense had 28 fantasy points, <laughs> five sacks, an interception, four fumbles and a touchdown. 0.4% owned. Yeah. Yeah. 0.4. Meanwhile, Oh my God. I had all of the Darren Waller. Did you more or less? Yeah. I, I, I tell you, I just am more than happy getting away from like, okay. Remember yesterday, if you listen to people, if you watched some of the chat, it was basically, dude, you can't play lineups without Saints defense. I don't care if there's a lot of volatility at the position. You just have to do it, right? It, it only makes sense. You have to do it. Well, what ended up happening? They had 14 fantasy points. Not bad, right? But they were $3,800, and they ended up being 27% owned and Kendall Hinton threw the ball nine times. Yeah. So, no, just because it's a bad team with a super low implied total doesn't mean that a mega chalk defense is going to be in the optimal or needs to be in your lineups, Adam. I don't know. Maybe I've got a wrong read on this, but it, it just – I had a lot of Jets defense. They finished with like 10 or so, and they were $1,800 cheaper, minimum salary. I'll take that all day long over paying almost 4 k to get a couple more fantasy points. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, defenses, you know, we talk about that a lot, that that paying up, you know, and like the Saints yesterday were obviously a, a weird example because I thought at the very least the floor was really high. There were legitimate questions about the ceiling, but especially in tournaments, you know, saving that money to get upside somewhere else is typically going to be the way to go. What did you make of just some of the the crazy pl- okay, so let me let me let me back up for a second. Adam, at the top of the at the top of the fantasy point total, you had Tyree Kill and Derrick Henry. And then you had Patrick Mahomes, Jarvis Landry, Kirk Cousins, James Robinson, Nick Chubb, Latavius Murray, Falcons, and Debo Samuel. Of those guys, one, two, three, four, five, six of them were ten or were five percent or less owned. 
does that really have a big impact on the results of these games in terms of if you didn't have them, not including Tyreek Hill and Derrick Henry, that you can't have a winning lineup? No, not really. And it's one thing that's somewhat unique to football, I think, is that there's typically on a full slate going to be enough high scoring players that you don't have to have really even close to like the actual nut lineup. Um, you know, when, when someone's that low owned, it's typically not going to be someone you have to have unless they do like what Tyreek Hill did and score 60, you know, 60 points. Then I'm sure whoever had those guys would be at the top. But um, in general, I mean, if you get those like, you know, 30 point games or something from someone in that price range, you're going to be able to make up at least close enough to it with, you know, whoever you did. Like. All right, Josh, let's take a look. It's some of uh, our, at the top lineups from these games. We can take a look at the $10 and then maybe the 101 milli make it too, because uh, the one in that was just really good. And guys, if you haven't hit the thumbs up yet, bang that thumbs up button. We appreciate you in the biggest way. Hit subscribe as well. If you like what we do here uh, and you think we've helped you along the way, easiest way to help support us, but also help yourself because you'll always know when videos are coming is hit that subscribe. And we just got a monster super chat. We did. I was, Peter, hoping, I was hoping you would say that. From Peter Sipple, Josh, he says, took down the 150 power sweep on DraftKings, $244,000 profit overall. Always been huge fans of you three. Keep up the good work. 244K yesterday. That's Congrats. it. Congrats. Yeah. Should That's pull, awesome. Should man. we pull it up? Look at the lineup. That 50 looks kind of light now, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was I'm the power kidding. sweep? No, thanks a ton, I, Peter. That's really nice, and I'm happy for you. That's a huge, huge win. Thanks, I've, dude. I've got them pulled up now. Sneaky Pete. We awesome. Got the, yeah, let's pull We got up. the lineup. You ready for the lineup? Let's do it. Mahomes, Eckler, Henry, Isabella, da- Gabriel Davis, Tyreek, Travis Kelsey, Hines, Panthers D. I love it. I think that's a, that's a perfectly good lineup. Pundy spot, um, and I assume that lineup uh, – it was his only lineup in the power sweep. I assume that lineup was in a bunch of other GPPs. And obviously, you know, 100K up top on the power sweep, there's 144 more thousand dollars that we need to go find if we want to, if we want to hunt it down. <laughs> um, this looks good, man. Congratulations. Yeah, Enjoy. Enjoy that money. This like looks like the lineup where if I had like paid, if it's like a lineup where the players and the pieces, the way they fit together is like, kind of what I was envisioning when you and I did the show yesterday, Josh, yeah. and then I just didn't build anything close to it. Yeah, well, this yes, is Matt the same. Riley. Like the, the step down from Dalvin Cook to Derrick Henry, which was something that we talked about, you open up that salary, and this is what you end up with, 50K, yeah, instead of down 40%. Yeah. Name goes on the jersey, Pete. I know that's, that's what you're worried about. Good. I'll make sure to get it there right after the show. It's, it's imperative. Wait, do you uh, go with his real at- name or his, like his handle? I do whatever is in the super chat. So like if they have whatever wild name, I'll put anything up there. It doesn't matter. Somebody said to me, Oh, you know, it could, it can get ugly. There's some of the names that you see on this. I don't care. Whatever (laughs) it is, it goes up there. What if people start doing sending in super chats the same way they were naming their bracket entries during the two K sim. Then there it goes. But the thing is, steamer. Here's here's why people won't do that. Yeah, that was we had some really fun times with that at the end of every show. And then they just kept growing yeah. and growing. It went from five to like five hundred of them. But the day the, the night that, that me, because go ahead. When it comes to like YouTube, you have to change your Gmail name too. So your email shows up differently. So if 
you know, if, if you're like you know, the, the brown Alaskan pipeline and you want me to put it up there, then you send the work email to your boss and you've got that showing up. It does not work. I thought that you, Ben, and I were going to die the night that we went on a deep dive after the show was over. After, I, could not, I, I, I couldn't did. breathe for over an hour. I, I almost did. It was the greatest night of my life. Well, we had one other uh, night like that, but we can't talk about that on this stream. No, I would lose my job and my dignity. Yes. He said he also got fourth in the Millie. So oh. that'll do it for you. Tough beat. Jeez, man. That is awesome. What do we have in the uh, in the 101 Millie? I'd like to take a look at that one because I think the winning lineup was the closest build to what I was doing with my single and three max entries of the week. The only real difference is the Derrick Henry spot. Well, there's Sneaky Pete in fourth for another 50K. So what did he lose by? Uh, a lot. Okay, that's fine. Uh, L.R. Fulcher, I guess. Mahomes, Henry, Hines, Devontae Parker, Gabriel Davis, Tyreek Hill, Kyle Rudolph, Austin Eckler, Saints D. Like, Adam, doesn't that, when you look at that, I can't really find any holes in a lineup like that. And I'm including Kyle Rudolph because Irv Smith was out, Adam Thielen was out, and all of those plays in one form or another just made for just made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, they all did. And if you look at the ownership, you can see that, you know, with the exception of Henry, they were all popular too. Like there was nothing off the board there. Um, it goes back to a point that I know Josh has made before that ownership in NFL, you know, it's still obviously important, but it's not even chalk players like in, in NFL just don't get for the most part, high enough owned that it's a huge, huge problem. Like, you know, NBA, you get guys at 70%. You don't get that in, in uh, NFL. So even though this lineup has popular players, they're still low enough owned that you're not, you know, duplicating with anyone or anything like that. And I'm with you. Every player here, you could very quickly, without having to think about it, say exactly why they were a good play. You know, even including Rudolph. He was, I thought, the the best of the pay down options. Um, personally, for me, I wasn't looking to pay down too much at tight end. But if I was going to, Rudolph was the guy that that came to the top. Because like you said, Cook was out. Thielen was out. A ton of, um, or sorry, not Cook. Smith was out and, and Thielen was out. Um, tons of touchdown equity there for Rudolph. And he was really cheap. So, you know, I th yeah, I thought everyone in this lineup made sense. And then basically it was just that pivot from Cook to Henry, who, even though he didn't project nearly as well, still gives you that same kind of upside because of how you know, he is the entire running game and, and he's really good. Uh, so I thought that, you know, basically is, is the piece that won it. And then Rudolph also in the context of, if you're making that move from cook to Henry, Rudolph makes a lot more sense because you assume that Minnesota is going to score touchdowns and the three main guys are going to be Rudolph cook and Jefferson. If you don't have cook or Jefferson, you may as well be playing Rudolph. Exactly. And Josh, one of the things if Adam didn't bring up, I wanted to mention as well was uh, Jeff Chambers says, Nice win with 173% team ownership share. There's no doubt that the, the ownership sum in this lineup is absurd. But how many times have you said this? And Adam, you just ref referred to it. Josh, how many times have you said, like, you don't need to be insane and get, I get people sending me lineups all the time. How does this look? And it's like six guys that are less than 2% owned. Yeah. This lineup right here, the difference maker was Derek Henry. And yeah. He was all you needed to get that 11 from Cook up to 41 from Derrick Henry, a 30% increase on one single pivot off of the field when Dalvin Cook was what? How long was Dalvin Cook in this one? Like 50, 45, 50%, probably something close. 40, 42.9. 49? 42.9. So oh, okay, okay. Still, that's huge. Yeah. 
This lineup reminds me of like back when I first started playing tournaments that had success, I would kind of like build what I thought was like the best possible lineup and then just literally switch like one or two players to someone who wasn't quite as good, but had the same ceiling. And and like, I don't think that's as viable a strategy nowadays just because projections are better than they were five years ago. But in general, that's still the idea. Like that, that's the idea between or about being contrarian. You want really good lineups that just move a couple of pieces without sacrificing your ceiling and i think that's really what this lineup does yeah yeah what are your thoughts on a lineup like this josh with the big derrick henry pivot and everything else being relatively chalky now not insanely chalky Devontae parker still under 20 percent. gabriel davis 12 7 austin eckler 12 percent. rudolph 14 it's just none of these guys were unowned and 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 it didn't matter and how many times have you personally said hey there's no real chalk outside of like a dalvin cook or a boston scott week one or a jamal williams one player maybe a week where there's actual real legitimate chalk and even that you're maxing out at like 40 percent yeah I, I i love it uh we talked about it a little bit on the strategy show the derrick henry the the cook to derrick henry piece was something that i had my eye on for a couple days and i just never got to that point but i just kept thinking like if, if Cook is going to be four to five times owned in a large field GPP, like Derrick Henry's ceiling isn't different. And I just couldn't get myself to that. Point. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Point. Cook was just grading out so much better. I mean, the only, like, it, it's hard to, I, I hate saying something like this. Like, I don't love the Saints defense being a part of this particular lineup, but it's also not a problem. Uh, they just wouldn't have been a defense that I was probably looking to get to in a milli. Although this milli is different than the other milli. 35,000 entries, a lot different than 200,000 or whatever's in the $10. So one, other, one other point to bring up with like the ownership in this lineup is we're, we're, we always talk about, and everyone's always focused on like the ownership percentages of who is in your lineup, not having a 43% owned Dalvin cook. Like you, it, it also matters who is not in your lineup. 43% of the field has Dalvin cook. So you're automatically knocking half the field off. That is not going to have really close to the same lineup as you because they have a $9,500 guy. You didn't even get to that price point. It's, you know, it's not as easy to quantify, but, you know, once you don't have that one massive piece of ownership, it makes it so you can also do whatever you want in your lineup to, you know, w- within reason. Yeah, it's a great point. And what, you know, one thing I did here, I, I had very many, very similar builds to this lineup. One of the things that I did where, you know, looking back hindsight's twenty twenty, I wish I didn't do Josh was I was going with hey jets defense. Okay. And then that was opening up. 1800 and you know what that jets defense did that got me from the derrick henry at 7900 to dalvin cook at 9500 <laughs> it's almost one for one right like it's, yeah. it's that 1800 dollars difference i need 1600 to get from henry to cook and i was like well since i don't care about defense and you really shouldn't especially when they're 30 percent owned let me make this player better but like you said the the ceiling there pretty much on different or indifferent. And no, that's the difference right there in that single lineup. 
I like that point that Adam made about thinking about who's not in your lineup. Like this is a 35,000 entry contest. By just go, like, even if we're just, we're not talking about the additional salary, just dropping from Cook to Derrick Henry, you could have a really chalky lineup at this point because you just turn this contest from a 35,000 entry contest into like a 15,000 entry contest or whatever the actual, you know, proportion is. I'm just rounding off these numbers in my head. That matters. That you can you can easily get to like a chalky Tyreek Hill, a chalky Naheem Hines, a chalky Pat Mahomes, because you've already cut out half of the field by just simply not having that top guy. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, it does. Huge difference. No doubt about it. And I think it's time probably for us to take a look at the chalk report. Yeah. This is where we celebrate and commiserate for all of the shit that went right or wrong. But prior to that, Josh, did you see the Cyber Monday deal we're doing? I'm not even I'm not even trying to play games here. Did you see the Cyber Monday deal that we're doing for just today? I certainly do. It did not make me feel blue, but you should use that code. It's absurd. Why are we using the is it blue because of blue Monday? I, I even asked our social media guys, our, our marketing guys, like, what is why is it the promo code blue? Why not? What what color would you have liked? Why are we doing colors? Like what? I'm asking, is there a purpose for this? Am I just missing something? I assume it's Blue Monday. That, Blue would, be Monday? My, that would be my guess. Hey, that's my guess. Yeah. Well, I guess it doesn't matter because... I mean, that's how I wake up guy. every Monday morning, blue. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what's, what's our weekly uh, Awesome O Plus Platinum, the weekly subscription without the promo? It's like, I think it's 30 or 20? Well... Look. So I, I Googled Blue Monday, assuming it was going to pop up with like today or whatever. The Wikipedia entry for Blue Monday says it's the name given to a day in January claimed to be the most depressing day of the year. Oof. Interesting. Really? I'm guessing that's not what they were going for. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a depressing day. I can assure you of that. Um, don't Google Blue Waffle, though, Adam. Oh, that's not fun to do. Don't put that in the ether, man. Oh, you've never done this? I'm aware of what it is. I don't know why you're doing this to anybody else. I'm not Googling it now. Well, now you have to. Google it. Just do it. Just do it. Google yeah. Blue Waffle. Yeah. Uh, uh, other people you, listening to this stream don't. <laughs> I promise you that Monday in January will become a lot less depressing once you see this. Am I supposed to be like looking at images? Oh, yes. I'm still not seeing anything good. It's just literally showing me blue waffles. Oh, maybe Don't maybe they do this. Gosh, you know what I'm talking about. Though. I do. Anyway, um, guys, for one dollar, you use the promo code blue. Literally, one dollar gets you everything on the site. If you are a new sub, if you haven't signed up yet, right? Uh, whether you don't, maybe you don't trust content sites or for one reason or another, you haven't used them or needed them, or you, you know, you're just a sus, you're, you're a suspicious person. You're cynical. You don't buy into anything. Well, you know what? No one's going to stick it to you. If you don't like it, one single dollar gets you everything, all of the content across the board with DraftKings, FanDuel, all these sites running contests for every single sport, right. That's still happening right now. All of the content for the entire week is yours, essentially free. $1 Awesome Plus Platinum Weekly Pass. Just today, you pay $1. That's it. It gets you literally everything on the site. Of course, the Fantasy Cruncher add-on is different, but everything on the site for $1. Uh, I've said many times, like, hey, this is the best promo we've run. I'm pretty certain this is literally the best promo we've run. 
And that's because, and that's why it's only going for today. Only today. That's it. Lil Walk 513 man says, ew. Um, I, think, I think I've gotten the gist of it from searching, but still haven't. Uh... I think the internet has scrubbed a lot of the original landing pages for what would happen when you did that. I think you're right. Like Fournier. I wonder if that yeah. still pops up. It does. Never Google. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, let's turn the page, Josh. Let me come back to you here. Yeah. Uh, and, and let's, this is always the, my favorite part of the show to get a look at the chalk report and then to get a look at the, uh, the other side where these guys exploded with huge fantasy points at virtually no ownership. But first, who were our most or highest owned guys and what did they do for us or what did they not do for us this week? So I switched back to the big Millie, the, the $10, 41.6% on Dalvin cook. Um, That is the clear high only person in the forties. No one else was in the thirties either. Naheem Hines, the second most jockey play of the day at 29% saints. And he was fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who thought Jacoby Brissett was getting two rushing touchdowns? Dude, didn't he have when he I had a rushing the entire Colts backfield? He had a rushing touchdown the other week in Thursday Night Football, too. That's really tilting. I but. don't understand how he still gets them. Like, they bring him in because Phillip Rivers won't run QB sneaks. So you're saying they know exactly – well, I guess it's just that push on the offensive right, line. Right, yeah. I guess they it's just you can only him. do so much to stop a six foot five guy from falling a yard. Did yeah. you guys see the offensive sneak, uh, the quarterback sneak attempt for the Chargers yesterday? <laughs> when they dropped into pass protection? <laughs> That's unbelievable. You guys, I tweeted it. If you guys didn't see, I retweeted it. The offensive line, entire offensive line drops into pass protection, and Herbert's the only one that goes forward, <laughs> and he just gets destroyed. It was crazy. Sorry. Go ahead. Who else? Saint, uh, Saints D is third. Travis Kelsey, fourth, both pedestrian. Uh, Brian Hill was fifth. Very much a bust. And then we get to the biggie, Tyreek Hill, 21.6% owned with the 60.9 fantasy point performance. Monstrous. The other guys in the 20 range were Waller. Ugh. He stunk. Oh, I see why you stopped at Tyreek Hill. Uh, Justin I don't, yeah, Jefferson. I don't want to talk about Waller. I had him in like 70% of, no, 80% of my lineup. Oh. So he's my most owned player. Yeah, I said yesterday on the show that I felt like my like one of the biggest mistakes I've been making all season was consistently paying up for tight ends instead of just punting the position. But that I thought yesterday's slate was different, and it wasn't different. I was wrong, and it still sucked. <laughs> I think consistently paying up for the tight end position when it's Travis Kelsey is fine. And I, I know he wasn't great yesterday, but when it's Darren Waller, it gets a little sketchy. Justin Jefferson, 26 fantasy points on 20% ownership. The last guy in the 20% range, Wayne Gallman. Uh, two scores, man. He was one or he was six yards, six yards. Or wait, did he have nine? No, he didn't have two touchdowns, right? He had 94 and a touchdown. I think yep, six yards from the bonus. And I had a lot of Gallman. That was my pivot off of Brian Hill, which also resulted in me getting like, I don't know, Adam, it, it felt like all of these lineups resulted in me getting away from the expensive defenses. Um, and the, the way that it happened was just, upgrading from other spots and saying, all right, well, I'll sacrifice defense here, which I'm okay with. Yeah, perfectly fine way to go and normally probably the right way to go in tournaments. So how much of this chalk actually hit? Hines was fine. Uh, You know, Kelsey's probably a bit of a letdown. Brian Hill obviously didn't. Tyreek Hill obviously did. Um, Darren Waller certainly didn't. Justin Jefferson hit. Yeah. I think Gallman was perfectly fine at 5K. Oh, yeah, for sure. Giants D, no. Nick Chubb was good. Devontae Parker was good. 
Calvin Ridley was not ideal. I can't believe Nick Chubb was 20% almost in this, by the way. That's kind of nuts. I feel like I didn't even think about him. So that's, that's I had him cool. as my pivot on, on the contrary. He was my top pivot away from what I thought were going to be more expensive running backs. He, he was 20% in the milli. Yeah. Yeah. He's only 11% in the slant at the same price point. Wow. wow. Yeah. See, I had him between, I thought he'd be around 10%. And I thought, Hey, if I can get off of him uh, or if I can get off of James Robinson in a much worse matchup, then I'll do that all day long with Chubb. It turns out they had basically the identical score and Robinson ended up being a little bit cheaper, but both of them were, were really good. Yeah. My idea was to go to cream hunt. That didn't work. Yeah. Well he did. He was cheap, but that's about it. It's actually funny. Like I'm looking at my, my exposure, Alex's exposure and a couple of other like guys that do well in tournaments. And we pretty much all just like laid off Chubb and went overweight on hunt and all got killed. Yeah, that's tough. It, it was tough on many levels with a lot of these different players. Um, I can't believe how many of these defenses were, were so high owned, though. Giants and Saints are up there north of 20 or 20, 20, 19, 5 and, and 26, 6. We're doing a giveaway, too. Uh, go to awesome underscore com. I'm not going to get into it. All you have to do is guess who has more passing yards, Wentz or Wilson. I would guess the guy that's probably not going to get benched. Yeah, I was going to say the one that's playing quarterback the whole game. Yeah. How happy are uh, you that they drafted Jalen Hurts now? What's up? How happy are you that they drafted Hurts now? Depends if they use him. If they use him, then I'll be then I'll then I'll be happy about it. I was pissed when it first happened. But why would you how could you not be? We had so many needs. We thought Carson was the, the <laughs> franchise guy. You know, at the time it seemed like a horrible move. Turns out the need that you had was quarterback. Quarterback, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh Awesome O plus NFL annual pass all year of, of NFL. annual, And, you know, I'm assuming you could save it for next year. I, I think you can. Cause Josh, I remember when we were doing the two K Sims, I had a buddy that ended up winning one of the weekly passes. He won in the, we went to the spin. Remember the yeah. spin? He didn't win the top, but he won one of the weeklies and he hit me up like a month ago or two months ago going, yo, I'm going to use it now. And he used it now. So yeah, he used it when NFL was going on because he didn't care about a lot of these other sports. He's just an NFL guy. Right. So I, I'm assuming that if you win it, you can cash in whenever you want. And if that's at the beginning of next season and you're getting, what is it like a three, $400 value NFL pass, you get it for the entire season. Yeah. Um, so that's the way to that's do what it. I would do. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, I would do it. email Lafayette. There you go. I would do it in the summer, actually, because then you get all of our best ball and fantasy football content, too. Baseball. Uh, who knows when the NBA seasons are going to be moving forward? That they, yep. they, they just play whenever now. Check out the pin tweet at awesome underscore com. Yeah. All right, guys, what do you say we close this out with our top producers and uh, their ownership? This is always the most fun part of the show because we get to look at how many guys blew up and were entirely unowned like Latavius Murray at 0.6%, 29 fantasy points. Derrick Henry. Let me take down some uh, Saints game showdown slate. That was, that was nice. <laughs> What's that? I played like all the single game one o'clock showdowns yesterday too, and Latavius Murray helped me out in those. Didn't have him on the main slate, obviously. You played every single game one o'clock showdown yeah. slate? Yes. That is wild. How many were there? I don't know, like six, seven. But they don't have – no, but do they have a showdown slate for every one o'clock game? I don't know if it's everyone, most of them. Really? Yeah. And what, like small prize pools, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I was just playing cash. I think I 
on average. Like there were there were some where I only got down like a hundred bucks. There were others where I was able to get down like four or five. But how much prep time does that take you to do every showdown slate on the one PM game? The thing that takes the longest is posting and then the leading head to heads. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like just I mean, for one, it's not like I put a ton of effort into my you know one hundred and fifty dollars of action on the Saints game, but sure. um. Yeah, I mean, once you have the projections done, you're they're, they're done. So it doesn't take that much extra time. All right. Well, I didn't even know they had one for every game almost. Josh, uh, talk to me about the report here, Fantasy Point Ownership Report. Uh, we'll go down the list, and then we'll close this one out. I, I think looking at some of the top lineups that we already did, it, we don't need to look much further. A lot of times we pull it up and we go, oh, man, would you look at that? We pretty much know what these lineups at the top are going to look like. Am I wrong? No, absolutely. Uh, you, you just know that you have to have a, a certain small combination for this particular week. So it kind of takes a little bit of the wind out of the sails. Like Derrick Henry had 41 and a half fantasy points. And you're like, holy hell, Derrick Henry smashed this slate. Tyreek Hill had 20 more fantasy points. <laughs> amazing. Like That's amazing. I, I mean, even if you just get rid of like all of Derrick Henry's points, Tyree Kill had like a fully functional day. He yeah. still went for 19 and 19.4 fantasy points. You'd be like, okay, well, Tyree Kill was fine. He didn't kill me. No, no. He, he also hung an additional 41 and a half on top of that. It's just insane. Uh, Mahomes went for 35 and a half. Uh, Jarvis Landry, as we mentioned before, went for 31.3. Only other person north of 30. Kirk Cousins, 30.18. Uh, no ownership on Landry, really. No ownership on Cousins. James Robinson was really good, 29.9. That made me feel good because I had a lot, ultimately meaningless. Uh, Chubb, 29.6. Lat Murray, 28.6. Falcons D went big. Debo Samuel, I didn't know, had 27.3 fantasy points. Kudos to, to Debo on that one. Tom Brady. It's not much else. I had a lot of A.J. Brown, or at least more than the field, again, meaningless, because I didn't have Tyree Kill. A.J. Brown had that. Uh, did you see what he did on that onside kick, by the way? I, I knew that he had it at that point in time. I knew my day was over. So, onside <laughs> kick attempt from the Colts. A.J. Brown, instead of, you know, in an onside kick, you go to just grab it, hug the ground. He grabbed it out of the air and just ran for a touchdown. As he should. I mean, once he get, yeah, once he gets that head of steam, who's stopping him? Yep. You used yeah, to not did. be allowed to do that. Yeah. It's only recently that they allowed you to return onside kicks for yard. Yeah. Which you obviously always should have been able to do. Of course. If they're going to try and get the ball back, right, and throw you some shit like that, try and trick you, why can't you get yards or points out of it? That makes no sense to me. But it's right now, so that's good. Adam, uh, close us out here. Final thoughts on week 12. Uh, looking forward to week 13. I, I think the lesson to learn here for me is, well, sometimes you need a Derrick Henry and a Tyree kill with Patrick Mahomes in your lineup, and that'll do great things for you. Yeah, looking forward to week 13. I'll have my article out breaking down my cash lineup that didn't do very well and my best tournament lineup that still didn't do that great um, <laughs> on the Awesomeo site in a couple of hours. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. As always, hit that thumbs up and subscribe to the channel if you like us or you just think we've had, maybe you hate us, but you still tune in. Josh, there's a lot of them, right? They hate us, but they still tune in. They hate us because they ain't us. We, we, what? They hate us because they ain't us. They hate us because they ain't us. And, uh, you know, no, just really, if you think it's good information, 
Um, I know Josh has a, a huge love-hate relationship with, with a lot of the subs here, um, <laughs> but they're still subs. Oh yeah, no, I love our I love our subscribers. I have a very hate hate relationship with the YouTube crowd. I'm sorry, did I say subscribers? I meant yeah. I love our subscribers, every yeah. single one of them. Most, every single I meant the viewers, not the subscribers. Yes, right. but if you're a viewer that has a love hate relationship with Josh and you're not a subscriber, still subscribe. Why the hell not? Anyway, we appreciate you guys. Hopefully, you had a great week. The awesome showdown. Show Matt Kajeski and myself just took place before this. It's on the YouTube channel. Who the hell knows what's going on with Wentz and, and, and Hertz? We broke all of that down. You got to check that out for tonight's site. And Josh, what do you got going on in the site for tonight's game? Ooh. It's a big one. A lot, actually. So I've got showdown videos, one for DraftKings, one for FanDuel. They should, if they're not up right now, they'll be up relatively soon. Uh, Adam and I will be on Live Before Live Before Lock, before our Live Before Lock show tonight at uh 645 so tune into that and that will uh segue into alex and kyle for actual live before lock so tons of content for today's game i will probably have showdown videos tomorrow for raven Steelers if that game exists who the hell knows i probably will wake up to that news um but i will do showdown videos for that as well adam and i will also have live before live before lock tomorrow before our live before lock show i can't do that anymore there's, there's too many lives and befores. There's too much. There's too much content, though, and that's always a good thing. Yeah. So we'll see you guys back here sometime today on the channel. Follow Adam, Ship My Money, DFS, Josh at Josh Ingram, and myself, Lafay underscore D, L-O-U-G-H-Y underscore D, and Awesomo.com at Awesomo underscore com. We'll see you here next Monday in the week 13 Monday morning quarterback strategy show. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.